0: Oh, morning all, welcome to the podcast I had a brilliant dream Well, quite a, square, a scary dream actually I dreamt that I was playing my drums till midnight I an acoustic drum kit And I was playing all the songs And suddenly I started playing a song and mummy started telling me off. And I think that's because it would have been like past midnight in the dream. Not really when you should be playing the drums. Well, we're up, finally, um, and we've been in the gym, and I'm heading for breakfast. Before I head for breakfast, I thought I would tell you something that's on my mind very dangerously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's nothing too bad, trust me, I wouldn't put it in the podcast. Um, I... just wanted to talk about mental health no that was going to come later all right um i personally mm. thought that well I I had, a, had I had a thought. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it was when I got up this morning or just now, but um, spit it out, spit it out. Well, do you know the thought was, mm. I kind of, I don't know. You know when you miss something Mm. You know It's one of those things I mean last night I dreamt I was The best drummer in the world I'm kind of I'm not the best drummer In the world Mm. You know I can play The drums Not as good as I used to of course I've realised But I think you know um the band I would want to be in it's you know I am in a band that I need to be in not want to be in if that makes sense to anybody um you know mm. um I mean I'm in the right church band um, and that is something I want to talk about at, at another another day, mm. another day, but, um, that, the St. Jesus Choir, for anyone who, who knows who I am, I always say this, I always say this, for anyone who knows who I am, um, I used to play drums for a different church, mm. and they Personally, I saw bands that had, let's say, proper kits, proper drum kits. Um, I saw church bands that I wanted to be in. You know, I saw church bands that had, let's say, more than one guitarist or... I don't know, they played the music that I wanted to play. And I kind of felt at the time that I was in a church band playing music i didn't want to play i was always i always felt that i always felt you know i mean even when i was in the school band i was playing music that i didn't want to play um nowadays the table has turned on its um head as it would be because i've moved churches um i will talk about that in a different tale mm. and i'm in a different band um because the drummer that was in it um he left Um, and I felt jealous of him in a way because, um, people did look up to him because he was in another band. Um, a lot of people looked up to him. Um, I mean, I'm going to say this now on the podcast, as much as I like the Glasshouse band, I personally wouldn't want to be in them. Again, I'll leave that to another episode. Um they the they play the the music they play just see I come from a background where I went to a youth group where I heard decent um Christian music. I thank the Lord for that, you know. Um <laughs> I come from a time when um where Soul Survivor didn't even happen um, So I was in a time period before that um, Where I got to hear You know, Christian music was You know, um, I I went Like, I'd go to a church where you'd hear all the Sunday hymns um, And then I went to a youth club Which you would get exposed to Christian pop groups I will talk about that in another episode Like I said, I'm leaving all that out Um, But, uh, you know, I was just in... I was in two bands I was in school band um, playing music that I didn't want to play And I was in church group playing music I didn't want to play Um, When I grew up and went to college I got the choice to leave the band, which I did, because I didn't want to play the music that I didn't want to play. Um, I went doing a few favours from, but I think now... um, I'm playing the music that I do want to play, but also playing the music I don't want to play, if that makes any sense. Um, And some of the music I do want to play now is probably... Years ago I would have probably. Um, hated it. Um, you know. Just for personal preferences. Um, and. I'm not the type that. Listened to worship songs. All the time. Mm. Um, because. I'm not into that. Um you know, I'd rather re- listen to a Christian pop group than hear hymns 24/7. Um that may have offended a lot of people. Um but I don't know. Um I will leave links to uh people who have um talked about this on YouTube. They are more qualified than me to discuss this topic um, About mainstream and non-mainstream Christian music um, But that's personally why I don't want to be in the Glasshouse band I'm not saying that I dislike them I'm not distasted for them or anything like that But when you're in a band It's a different kettle Um you know, I was in a rock band for a small while um, Called the Atheist Priests And I really enjoyed my time in that band um, Unfortunately though, there was a couple of members That didn't like being in the band um, it, just, it just couldn't carry on um, Unfortunately, the way it wanted to um, I tried playing with other bands And just, they didn't want me um. So I've even put my name down for a few bands in my local area But they just, again, don't want me um, I wanted to be in a There was a heavy metal group a few years ago um, And I was going to put my name down for them But it never happened, you know It just never happened um, It just... I don't know. Um, It's like, um, I don't know. I think, you know, when you're in a band per se, um, things are different. I was in a smaller band for a while I mean, I've always You know, I was always in a band with um, There was a friend of mine Who was a guitarist Um, And I was always in a band with him Because he wanted to start a band and I wanted, like, we started a band because he wanted a band. The college didn't have a band. And I'm like, do you know what? If you want a band, we'll blimmin' start one. So I got a friend of mine and we started a band. And uh, when I left college, apparently it um, it grew. The band grew. But, um I think people just kind of didn't listen to me Because I got told by a friend To keep the band small <laughs> You know Start with a few members And then you know Grow it and grow it um, The Atheist Priest was quite a small band But then we had another guitarist Because he didn't want to be in the other group But he was completely useless Anyway <laughs> Anyway I'll stop discussing bands um, I'll Actually I will talk about Church music in this podcast. Well, folks, I'm not with uh, Imaginary Andy now. I am actually in the town. Um, and I want to talk to you folks just a little moment about. Um, just about. Well, I was going to go to men's group, but I'll just say I overslept. <laughs> um. Which means after today, I've had too many slow days um, Well, yes, was a bit rushy But I kind of need to, you know, change my ways, you know You know, if I've had a few many, too many slow mornings That could be, mm. you know That could be a bit of a a challenge for many Now I thought... Why we're here, why we're um, Side of the roadside Um, We're We're actually on the main road But I want to talk to you about Just Some main things that I had In mind Uh, And thing number one is Trying to be more motivated Um, I should listen to this and Use it when I'm thought dumping but I think being more motivated is One thing that I'm not uh, at the moment and i had like in my mindset you know oh well i'll get up and maybe be more motivated but i think just i don't know the way i work is at last night uh i would have probably had about 7 hours sleep if my sleep wasn't interrupted um I would have also been more motivated to do my book. However, I wasn't. And... I don't know. Today, I just feel like... I mean, it's sort of been like a slow slash rushy morning. And I can't really do any of those things. uh, Because... Like, I'd rather have... Just one of the two things. Either... A slow morning would be good. Or a rushy morning would be good. But when you have a morning that does both... It's not good. And it's been a bit of a nightmare this morning. You know, because... I got up a bit later. You know. And it's just... I don't know. Um, like, people were breathing down my neck on Sunday. It's like... Oh, you're right, to have a nap, but... You must do this now. I'm like, ah. So, the bath Sunday. Yesterday morning was terrible because I woke up late. I actually overslept. So. And. I do not remember what time I went to bed yesterday. I was knackered Um Anyways I thought now I would tell you about Church bands Church music What I personally think And When I started out in St. Teresa's church um, I was also playing in the school band at the same time but my music had changed I was no longer into cheesy pop and I got my liking for rock music you know Music like... Sabbath. I didn't know that. Music like Quo. Music like... I'm very sorry. Music like Judas Priest. ACDC. That's just to name a few. And I wanted to be in a band that was like... A rock band. Not... I didn't want to be a band that played... Poppy music And I had a few Um, Had a few chances to shine uh, With the rock music And Um, So yeah, I had um, I was in the school band And And I can't remember what happened. But the music, um, the music sort of died because I went to college and I was no longer in a band. Um, And I was no longer. Well I was still a drummer But I was no longer In a rock band Or I was no longer in a band That You know So um, In my Third year of college My friend joins And in fact The band at college Had split up basically And um, My friend came And he said Have we got a band? And I said, No, really, we don't have a band. We had a band, but they all left. So my friend was like, Should we start a band? I'm like, Yeah. So I got my other friend and I said, Should we start a band? And we basically started a band. Um, We called ourselves the Rockers and the Chillers. We looked at what music that we liked. uh, And then we looked at what music we could play, uh, which was the most important thing. we couldn't play anything really complex It was more on the lines of Take That, uh, Thin Lizzy um, Oasis um, it, it was that sort of music really it was, it was pop music but we also had a few rock mu- You know, a couple of rock songs in there We really liked those I think we did a, a Green Day number. I think, if I remember, um, and then I left college, and uh, I went to another college, and I was in another band called the Atheist Priests, which split up, which was quite good actually. I remember being in that band; that's pretty good. And um, now I'm in a band at church. Um, I've been. I was in another band at church, but. I'm just in, like, the music group at church, and I just play the drums for them. And um, if there was a, a rock group now, would I play with them? Yeah, probably. If I, you know, if I liked the members of the band, I probably would play in that group with them. Um, I would be there to serve as a drummer, and I would definitely put. My heart and soul into the music Because As much as it is for a drummer To keep the Keep the the beats And that I think a drummer also is there To Serve their part of the band A, A drummer has Just about as much right to create As the rest of the musicians But You know They have their way um they hold everything together so yeah I, I think as a as a drummer um it's really important that um as a drummer It's really important that um, you keep everybody in time, but I think the drummer writes their own notes, you know, they write a lot of things. I remember one Track actually By Queens of the Stone Age And I, There was this one fill And I wanted to learn it And um, My drum teacher's like Let me listen to that And he was listening to it And we were listening to it And uh, He goes Yeah Oh yeah I remember that song Because I liked the complex fill in it um, I listened to the track And I loved the track But I remember there was this one fill That stood out And it went, it, (coughs) it basically, (coughs) excuse me, I remember, (coughs) I'll be all right in a minute. So I remember the, the drum fill He used to go It used to go ba da 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 Yeah that's how it went and I was like how do I play that on the snare? And I was working it out and working it out and working it out. And I took it to my drum teacher and he actually showed me how you actually do it right, you know. I think it was like um, left I think it was left right. Left, right, and then it was... Left, right, right, left, left, right. Something like that. But... um, A few years after hearing that track... I remember Dave Grohl in an interview saying... um, They were taking the mick out of a a track that had that fill in it. Um, You know... Because I think there was a punk band that used... That very fill uh, Very drum fill Um, And I like the way that drum fill was used Um, So You know um, I also think there's some drummers That don't get a lot of credit You know and I think Bill Ward from Sabbath is one of those drummers. Um, You know. um, When I watched a Sabbath documentary and they got the drummer from Rage Against the Machine, um, I felt he had a hard time in Sabbath because, okay, you can play like Bill. You can, you know, you can play like Bill Ward. But if you hear the guy from Rage Against the Machine, if you hear him play on earlier records, there is no way. This guy just does not have the feel of Bill Ward at all. Because drummers have their own personal feel to... The kit Um, You know I don't emulate any particular drummer At all Um, I would say that You know I've been taught to play like Ringo and Bonham But I've been shown to play like Ringo and Bonham But I think that Every drummer has their own unique style You know, there's no drummer that can come along and play the way I play, and I can't go along and sit at the drum kit and play the way they play. It just doesn't just doesn't happen, you know. And you'll know a drummer by the style that they have, you know. Uh, I mean, if you listen to the likes of uh, Buddy Rich, you know, and you think, God bless Buddy Rich, because if without without Buddy Rich, we just wouldn't have. The drummers that we have today, you know, all the drummers that you hear, like Barnum and uh, and Phil Collins and uh, you know Ringo Starr, you know. And I also love the, the, the drummer that Pearl Jam had He was fantastic You know? Um, it's just, I, I don't know, it's like Drummers have their own styles of playing um, and a lot of drummers mix and match it. Um, and my drumming just comes out of what I want to hear. If I like the style of it, I'll I'll put it into my own style. But I won't emulate that style. I'll put it into my own style of of drumming. And I think, you know, if for anybody to pick up the sticks and, you know. Sit at a kick and... Uh, sit at a kit and say... I want to be like Slipknot's drummer. You could be like them, but... There's no way you're going to have the same feel as that drummer. Because... It's what you've been brought up on and what you will listen to at the end of the day. And... A lot of people get clicky with music They all learn as to one style Which is fine When you're young When you grow up Um It's good to I mean You'll be surprised That You'll hear heavy metal bands Talk about Somebody from a completely different genre Uh I, I mean Ronnie James Dio Um I thought there was a little bit Just a eeny-weeny-weeny-tintsy-wincy-wincy bit Of uh, Pavarotti Mixed with Louis Armstrong I think that was the style that he was going for Classical and jazz And if you listen to Dio's singing That's what he goes for um, you know Classical jazz And blues Whatever He combines You know um, And Like Lemmy From Motorhead um, You know He talks about uh, A lot of bands That Are not necessarily Heavy metal But They represent A the rock period you know, um, I'm trying to think. There's just there's just loads of metal bands out there. If you hear the the history, nothing to do with. I mean, like Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin was going to be a skiffle player. You know, there's all of that. And you think Heavy metal It was all from like metal or whatever You know Okay some of the really harsh bands Just listened to metal But not every single heavy metal band out there went Oh well um, I just listened to metal Nothing else Uh, I mean my Upbringing was Cheesy pop uh, Spiritual music Like Enya and Clanad and Runrig R.E.M I didn't hear Zeppelin until about a later age, you know I wasn't exposed to Zeppelin until an early age And all these other bands And when I started hearing them I I didn't want to know any other music Then I didn't realise that Oh Well I didn't know that they used They took a riff from ABBA or you know, they took a riff from Ricky Nelson or You know, there's so many I mean, Look at Deep Purple, Black Knight They took a little bit of Ricky Nelson Ricky Ricky Nelson's Summertime You know And they turned the, the notes around You know um, It's just like You know, you have to look into, say, the bands that came before Heavy Metal And you'll know, that's where Metal comes from Um Yeah, some of it comes from the blues But some of it also comes from rock and roll, soul Psychedelic music Um A lot of avant-garde music. There's just, you know. But we don't know where those actual riffs come from. You know. We seriously don't know where those riffs come from. At the end of the day, you've got a few chords. Tune them down. You get heavy metal. It's kind of a very basic music to explain. Um, But it just came from hard rock, you know (laughs) I'd say the first thrash metal band was Motorhead Because they played fast and loud And they just took rock and roll And they just made it heavier You know What's simpler than that, you know It's simpler than punk (laughs) You know and, And punk is like Three chords And you've got a band Well metal is Kind of You probably don't need chords You probably just need Distortion I mean There has been some bands That have been mistakenly Down In the metal genre And they are not metal At all At all At all At all Um, Muse being one of those bands Um, And I'm trying to think of another Another band that could be Mistakenly Metal Because they use distortion Um I mean I don't know We could just We could discuss this all day We really could We could do a whole episode about it Um, I mean we could mix Say We could We could Mistaken some Of the really early um, Industrial Bands To be heavy metal Because they were heavy You know they were they were really heavy but I think heavy metal, I think once you sort of grow up and realize well, there is two definitions there. Heavy and metal And I guess it could Put a term to any music really Uh, Dance music I didn't like dance music In the early days But now I love The the heavy dance music And it's like Whoa I love their stuff You know Because it's heavy It speaks to me You know Why do you think The Prodigy Knew what they were doing You know all their fans they got a big fan base they got they knew how to get everybody from every other genre because they kept everything heavy but they also use like they mixed other genres in and uh, that's what I learnt with music anyway I've got a roll because I've got a nip somewhere, buy some drinks, and yeah. Three, two, one, and we're on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, you lost the words? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not I'm not lost for words at this point. No. No. Screw through. <laughs> no, I'm not lost for words. Um because <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's 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 one of those <laughs> Um I'm scratching my balls right now <laughs> Um I've just I've just been like really like You know uh, Did we turn that off? Yeah, that's a great part for the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> do we turn that off? <laughs> well, it it could have been a bit for the podcast. I don't know. Mm. That was your epic drumming on the desk. Mm. Oh. we were discussing tonight what to do for our YouTube video. Mm. Because me and Charles, Andy, as you know, we're doing a video. Oh, yeah, you are. Right? But we're doing it sat over there instead of over here. Because we're going to make it like a, a there. I can't speak. Homely environment. But we might do a few where we're sat from here. And, and we're discussing like business topics and stuff. Yeah. But I like this area. Also, we're doing Mind of a Burger from here. And uh, if you don't know what Mind of a Burger is, it's a podcast. But I just thought we'll do it from here. Uh we can mix some stuff from here and just do podcast from here as well. Ultimate podcasting area. Yep. The podcasting shed. Um you know, plus we can go out and we can do stuff and um I went to a paper mache place the other day, and I just had a load of thoughts in my head and I came away from that. And I, I've not even, I've not even done any thought dumping yet. And I really should. Mm. Thought dumping. Yeah. Do you know if we see the bogeyman tonight, what we're we gonna do? We're gonna ask where his girlfriend is. Yeah. And. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to bump into the bogeyman. I'll probably get bummed. <laughs> Can we say that on the podcast? Because remember, one of our other podcasts got, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. But we're also going to make these podcasts a little bit more geeky. Are we? Yes. Mm. Because, um, I I thought. If they're going on Spotify, we're going to do sort of a geek side to our audio blogs. I thought it was your other podcast. No, no. No. I say there's no rules to this podcast. We just go as geeky, as nerdy as we want. And hopefully we'll try and do a video for the same podcast as well. Yeah. And uh, obviously put in our notes um, what we really want to discuss. Um, because um, I really want to discuss VTech in my podcast. Oh yeah, uh, but I can't do that if we're, yeah, they're not family friendly at the moment. They're not. Um, but they probably won't be. They're just, just sort of me friendly. I don't know, cause what what type of podcast is this? It's 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 under news and politics. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we 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 anti political, but we're gonna move away from that and um, do something completely different. What like a lifestyle thing? I don't know mm. because we don't even come under lifestyle either, mm. and yet we get about twelve listeners. All of which are bloody sideborgs. <laughs> oh, gosh. But do you know what? I think we should do the audio blog together. Just sort of once in a while. You guys should come onto it. Will I like, have a feature? Yeah. And you guys should just come onto to it. Mm. What, record the three of us? Yeah. Mm. I mean, Andy's, Andy's nearly been on it all this week. So, I might do like the other episode where Andy's on, the whole episode. Yeah. Um, me and Adam were doing another episode. Adam from The Imaginary Company. I think we should just do the Imaginary Friends blog from this podcast because it's becoming that way and it's. It is! Like, everybody doesn't know what we're doing. But, but, I have a spoiler that I'm going to unleash in this podcast. Because one of the thoughts that I had was doing the Imaginary Friends film and everybody would see the Imaginary Friends because we're gonna build everyone. Yeah. Build every every person. Yeah. And we're gonna I don't know. We're gonna add a few other people into it that I've I'm making up the, you know, kind of newly. And uh I had the idea through paper mache. Um Because I'd love to make some life-size puppets, you know, take them into places, yeah. Cause we could we could take them, we could film. That's the way we could film. And then people could see, oh yeah, there's Andy, there's Rosemary. Mm. How would we? Well, see the thing is we could we could do something. We could we could work around it. Mm. Um but yeah, that's that's just a point that we're doing at the moment. Yeah. Um because people could see it, people could watch it, people could I don't know, relate to it. Um And it would be this project that we're doing, which is a big project. How much would it cost, the project? I don't know. Mm. Probably nothing if we have all the right resources. Mm. Um, because we went, I went to this shop on, what was it, on Tuesday... And they were doing paper mache. I am not into paper mache because it's like all sticky and stuff. But I thought, I saw all the stuff they had there. They made these uh, like coffee tables, proper coffee tables. I thought, wow, wouldn't it be great? I thought, I'd love to do, I'd love to build a scene out of paper mache. It would take me months. But, you know, if you've got a good community as well, which I think we've got, and uh, that's quite understandable, mm. um, of resources. Yeah. If you've got a good community of resources. But I went into the shop on, I think it was uh, yesterday. Mm. And they showed us all the props they built out of paper mache. Huh. <sighs> And it was like, oh my gosh. Uh, They didn't just use paper mache. They used other things. But I would love to do. um, There's so much I would love to do. For photography purposes and everything. I had. um, I mean, like next year. I want to do a whole. Um, I want to do a festival. Where it's music and arts combined. Yep, yeah. But we want to kind of. When people come into the festival. They've got to come in with an imagination. Innovation and creation. So they don't buy tickets. And. We could give them toy money. Oh, wow, yeah. So people have toy money. And they use the toy money to spend on the things that we create. So they could buy the creations. You could buy a scene for like 50 toy coins or whatever. Mm. Um, and we want to make it sort of like... People are into sort of Lego, Minecraft, mm. uh, we we want to make people we want to sort of share everybody's imaginations and i think if we did it at a festival um so basically mm. you'd have to bring like real money with you wouldn't you yes mm. well what you could do is bring real money mm. and exchange it for tokens mm. but we do it like monopoly money so you could have Monopoly points. For the bar. Mm. Per se. Or the restaurant. Whatever they're doing. Mm. Um, whatever people make. You buy. With that toy money. Yeah. It gives chance chance for people to play shop. It gives chance for people to. You know. They don't have to play anything. But if they want to. They can. Mm. You know they could they could build their own scenes it It has to be i i want to do it um as a sort of a arts festival type thing yeah uh with reenactment scenes and um i want i want to do it a whole weekend, a whole imaginary lifestyle. <laughs> we We sort of live that, don't we well we we thought maybe people could learn from it. people could um you know um there's people that wanna play mummy and daddy. we could have that whole section there's people that wanna play builders um you know um. there's there's people that just want to have a whole lifestyle a bit like The Sims yes (laughs) a bit like that but no sort of um, it's not done on a computer it's not done with the internet in mind however people could do Facebook or Twitter whatever they want to do but it has to be their own imagination they have to come in with their own imagination Now that's going to be harder than buying tickets. Buying drinks. Buying food. That's going to be harder than anything. Because how many festivals do you go to where they say. uh, You can't come in if you don't have your own imagination at the door. How many places do that? You know. Mm. And it means that. People don't just have learn difficulties. Anybody could come in and support this thing. People could come in and they could go. You could get artists and poets going and go, I've got an idea. And we could go, do you know what? Bring the idea to life then. If you've got an idea, bring it to life. Show us the idea. And how many places do you go to where you think, I want to play the shopkeeper? Uh I wanna play the uh I wanna play the um you know you can play anything. Um you know, you could play um we wanna we could have the smelly bench game set up. If anyone doesn't know what smelly bench is, um it's one of those games you'd have to describe. Mm. Um So we'd set that up. Um if anybody wanted to do, say, something like a murder mystery or, mm. you know, solving clues. Solving clues. That's all in there as well. I think people just have to do what they want to do. We just give them resources. You set up some areas. You go, right, You have got a cardboard shop over there. Mm. You've got a bar over there. Mm. Uh, a restaurant. A restaurant. People might go over and they might say, this is not a restaurant. This is an office area. Mm. You know, you just kind of um, give them a few um, what do they call it um, palettes. Yeah. Mm. Well, you give somebody a canvas, mm. and then whatever they want to put on the canvas is is their idea. Mm. You know. Um, for example, I've got to stop the recording. <laughs> i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to hold on a second i mean I'm gonna get in that house before before eleven are you sure yeah we'll be in bed before twelve. <laughs> What time does the boogeyman come out? I don't know. (laughs) But. I just. I mean like. Other thoughts as well. We could get other people onto this. Well yeah I mean. You see I saw all this stuff made. Made of cardboard. And I thought. If we made stuff out of cardboard. If we did so much paper mashing. And then. If we made. What loads of props and resources. Then people could come down, and they could say, "We could say, right, there's a house area, there's a cafe area, there's a restaurant area, there's a bar area, and there's like, I don't know, whatever." And people might go, "Come to our hotel. We're playing hotel." It's just like I don't know what what people would would do um i i don't know what resources people would bring with them or what they would do it's great uh, if you share imaginations with other people because then they can go right we're doing a scene here and if people go in with their own imagination i think it would be really really cool to show off and do it as a festival and do it as a festival And we do it, well, we could do it over three days because people could camp. Yeah. And they could, I don't know, they could, it just depends. It, It could get a bit heavy though, I think, if you do 24 hours of, what, a festival or something. Yeah, but if you do 24 hours of festival... Because it's like, people have got their own imaginations. They're bringing it with them. You know, what what more do you want? Hi folks. Today we bring you at the cathedral and I've just dropped my cane again. It's fine, I've got hold of it. Um Yeah, we bring you to a cathedral <coughs> moment. We bring you guys into a cathedral. Um we're now sat in a one of, one of the yeah, we're in a pew, but we're in I think we're in one of the chapels. Um the chapel we were in before was Chapel of Rest, I think. Yeah. But it's got candles in. Yeah, it's got candles in. Do you you put me in, Peril? We're going to end the podcast with something quite alarming. It's just when it happens. Yeah, um, no, but as it's still of really still Oh, Can she does What? of his a little Can you ask if right? yeah, it's not it's a uh, yeah. what well, we only set off while we're uh, what well, well, right. we only set off while we're because uh, oh, yeah. yeah. oh, right? <laughs> if we're right near it we might get it in the microphone we might get it near the Askington uh... Askington he's ask Askington Asking. 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 Hey, maybe if it does it now, we could run out the door. No, are you doing the alarm now, are you, mate? Not oh, until everyone's gone. All right. okay. I'm not doing it with you here. All right. okay. Well, as long as you're gone, I've lost. Yeah, you can go outside. I'm not doing it with everyone here. But I do need to go at some point. Are you, are you ready to go? Yeah, come on brother. Can you do a piece of the offer me? There's too many people here. Ah, You have uh-huh. yeah, to push the door, Tommy, because it's... Oh, yeah. Can we do it next, next meeting. See ya. We'll have to see, it's, it's see on, Oh, showin' some horses. The is, I'll put the microphone right near the door. I know He can probably still see us here That's why Come on Peter We want this on the podcast We want to alarm people listening to the podcast So if I put my Put my microphone right It's going to pick it up from here I've got a really good microphone so It's going to pick it up Oh, the door's opening. Right. I'm hoping the microphone can pick this up. I'll just point the microphone up. By the way, if anyone's listening to this point of the podcast... Now's the time to turn it off, because you probably might get... Mm -hmm. That's not loud enough. Um, the only way I'll know is if I listen back. Yeah, that wasn't really loud. Yeah. Can, can I listen? Yeah.